This is the Prestigious Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. This episode today, we're going to be talking about focus and how to establish focus, just different tips and tricks that we have used in the past and and, and even continue to use to maintain our focus, and also how to perhaps develop a protocol to help you get into a focused type state. So number one, focus, what is that? Well, that's to me, that is paying attention single-mindedly to one thing at a time. Of course, it might be difficult to talk about focus without discussing at least moderately the concept of multitasking. Multitasking, in, in my definition, is doing multiple things at one time. Walking and chewing gum. Talking on the phone and uh, watching TV at the same time. Those would be multitasking. Unfortunately, multitasking is not something that humans do very well, if at all. Perhaps we might be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. Okay, fine. I would say both of those. You know, we can breathe, walk, and talk and chew gum at the same time. That's a lot of things all at once. Most of those things are happen subconsciously. We don't really have to think, okay, yes, I have to chew my gum now. Okay, yep, I have to chew my gum now. And that's not something you have to think about. When you're walking, you don't have to think, okay, yep, I have to put my left foot in front, right foot, oh, don't fall in that hole. It's just, you just go, you just walk. You don't have to think about that. There's not much brain power being used on that. And in the instance where I'm talking on the phone and watching TV at the same time, I, my brain doesn't actually do both of those things at one time. It switches from one thing to the next thing. Sure, it switches rapidly and, and fast and, and almost perhaps in an unperceptible manner, but not at the same time. I'm not watching TV and talking on the phone at the same time. I can't, I can't, um, what's, a, I don't know, what's, what's another multitask thing that people do commonly? Uh, listen to music and read. Right. I can't listen to, I can't actively listen to music and read. I might be able to read but 10 minutes later, if you asked me to list the songs that were playing when I was reading, it would be difficult to do that. Or I could list those 10 songs, but I couldn't tell you anything about what I was reading during that time. Can't do both of those things, right? So let's, let's in, the, in this realm of focus that we're going to talk about today, let's take multitasking and at the very least put it to the side for right now. Perhaps throw it out the window, but at the very least, let's put it to the side. Multitasking is for right now not something that we're going to dis- discuss or get into. My idea of, ta- of multitasking is I do one thing and then I do the next thing. My brain does one thing, then I do the next thing. I can't do multiple things at one time. I don't try to force it to do that. So let's take multitasking out. Focus is what we're going to talk about. Now, with focus, I think probably a a very clear definition is, again, doing one thing at a time, not being distracted by other things that are happening. And that distracted part is where we're going to spend most of our time at today talking, distracted. If you are focused, if you want to be focused on one thing, then you need to be paying attention to one thing without distractions. So as I'm sitting down and writing the script for this episode, what are things that might distract me? Well, if I'm at my desk, I could be having other apps or other tabs open on my, on my browsers. That would be distracting. Uh, something else would be distracting. It would be my phone beeping and buzzing or emails going off or something. 
that would be distracting. So you want to carve out a scenario, a place for your focused time. Structure your environment so that you can focus on whatever that task is that needs your focus. What do you think, sir? What do you have to add to that? Yeah, I think, I mean, all that being said, and for the purpose of this conversation, we're talking about focus. The focus is, you know, uh, uh, concentrating your attention on one thing as opposed to multiple things. And again, like you kind of said at the end there, if you have many things that are distracting you, you're not able to concentrate on that one thing because they're pulling your focus or pulling your concentration away from whatever that thing is. So, you know, the idea of multitasking, I don't think it's actually capable for us to focus on more than one thing. Um, We may be able to give two things half our attention or split our attention between two things, but I don't think we're able to focus and multitask very efficiently or to our, our highest capacity. But then, like you said, you know, distractions are pulling that uh, attention or that focus away from what we're doing. And so therefore we're not, or we're no longer focused on whatever that thing is. And so, you know, uh, one way that we're talking about right now to help to maintain your focus is to eliminate those distractions. So you're on your computer, instead of having seven tabs open, just have the one you're working on. Or instead of having... With 17 screens with 12 things on each screen going on because it looks cool like you're in a spy movie. No, actually, I, I would argue that's distracting and probably not good for your computer anyway. But, you know, uh, uh, eliminate or erase those distractions. And it's kind of, you know, like we talked about previously with habits. When you're trying to form a good habit, you want to make it uh, accessible and easy for you to be able to perform that action and vice versa. If you're wanting to reshape a bad habit, you want to make it difficult or hard for you to perform that action to help you reshape that bad habit. And so same idea here is, you know, if you want to focus on one thing, don't have eight other things around you that you could be doing instead. Try to make it difficult or remove those other things from your area or your space or, uh, uh, you know, take those distractions away so you're not tempted to pull focus or you know lose concentration over the one thing that you're trying to do now, which is kind of nice that those concepts go hand in hand because like I said we've already talked about the idea of of removing those things um, when we talked about our habits or again the flip side like I talked about first making it easy for you to do those things so you sit down and you want to focus on one thing well don't have your phone out don't have a book open next to you. Don't have the TV playing. Maybe don't have the music playing uh, if it's going to distract you. So make it easy for yourself to focus on that one thing and then make it difficult for yourself to become distracted from whatever that thing is that you're trying to focus on. And that's just one part of of being able to focus, I think, uh, efficiently or effectively, which, uh, you know, everyone's going to do it differently. You know, I mentioned not playing music. Well, uh, maybe you like to listen to music when you're trying to focus on something. Maybe the the noise helps you to really concentrate and having something else going on. Maybe the the quiet is what's distracting to you. Fine, sure. Put on some music that helps you focus. But it's going to be something that you determine for yourself and it's going to be different for every person. But I think as a general rule, you know, remove those distractions make the things you don't want to do difficult to do make the things you want to do easy to do it's going to you know 
leaps and bounds is going to help you to be able to focus on one thing or whatever, or a one thing, the one thing that you want to, to give your attention to. So speaking of music and, and, and kind of sounds that go around, I, for me, I've done a couple different scenarios, a couple different protocols, and I've kind of, um, set up different situations, different sounds, different music that go with different activities. So one thing I have been doing recently is I have used my headphones and had my iPad play or my phone play like the background sounds of white noise or brown noise. So it's like a static, just a, a static all the time at a relatively low noise. And if I, I do that while I'm reading and for whatever reason, as I'm reading, having no sound around me is sometimes distracting. Like I'm thinking, it, it, it causes my brain to think more. So if I have that kind of background sound going, just a static all the time, as I'm reading, that helps my brain actually focus on what's reading as opposed to jumping off and thinking about other things. I know <clears throat> in the past I have done um, writing, blocks of writing time. And if I'm writing, I'll have jazz that I listen to. And for whatever reason, jazz just puts me in the mood to to do computer work. I, I don't know. It just does. Um, so I have set up different scenarios. I'm sure uh, while you're in, if, if you go to the gym, if you go to the gym, you probably have a workout protocol that you use while you're there. Some music that helps pump you up for that. And so I think that Using sounds is a good way to kind of cue your body into the activity that you're going to do. So let's think about working out for a, se for a second here. When you're at the gym, you want to be focused on working out, right? uh, doing whatever activity it is that you're doing at the gym. You don't want to be strolling, scrolling on social media or watching YouTube videos or Netflix at the gym, right? That doesn't seem appropriate. Not, definitely not worth your time. So then you, I would imagine, you listen to music that gets you in the zone on your way to the gym while you're at the gym then you are in the zone to work out that sets you up for that uh, similar different but similar if you want to do focused deep work whether you're at your computer or reading or whatever it is maybe you set yourself up by you have a cup of coffee that you have, you have, you know, this type of music that you listen to or this sound. And then from there, that gets you in the mind space to be ready to deliver on whatever that focused work happens to be. I, that's similar to what I do. I, and I have different kind of protocols that I use for different activities for me. And when, for whatever reason, they trigger different things for me. So again, <clears throat> If I am going to be reading, I do a certain set of activities that I know that puts me in my, in my zone for reading or studying this information. Okay, great. If I'm going to be on the computer doing that type of work, I do a certain set of things that set me up for that. And all of that primes my brain to stay focused on that task. Now, you may have a set of protocol that you follow for this without even noticing this. You may do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, and then you do whatever that focus thing is. You have a, a routine, a, a pre-game routine, sort of say, that you do to set yourself up for that. If you don't have something like that, that you, don't, that, that you, um, that you have not thought about before, you, that you don't actually have, perhaps try that. You know, do one or two things. Okay, great. Establish that when you do one or two, those one or two things, then 
you do the the work next. Okay, and then when it comes time to do the next thing, you do those one or two different things, and then you do that work. And that helps to prime yourself to get you ready to maintain your focus for whatever that information is. Yeah, again, it goes back to our conversation on habits. You know, we talked about when we're going to bed, we do certain things to get us ready to go to sleep. Or when we wake up, we do certain things to get us ready for the day. And it's kind of that that uh, that priming or that prepping for that focus mode. So, you know, you, you put on the jazz music or the, the background noise and, uh, you know, um, maybe you, you make yourself a cup of coffee and you have that to help you focus as well. And having that caffeine, uh, you know, helps get you through a little bit of that um, fuzz or that haze or whatever it may be, you know, to help you get focused again. And you do that before you sit down. So you're not distracted by picking up the cup 12 times when you get there and get ready to go. And on top of that too, you know, talked about going to the gym, but even sitting down to work or write or create or something like that. If you're not fueled, if your body is not ready, you're going to be distracted by your hunger. You're not going to perform at a high level. You're not going to be able to focus or, or you know, just optimally be doing whatever it is you're doing. So make sure that you are properly fed. Make sure that you're fueled and you have the energy you need through food to also help you with those, um, you know, those things you're trying to focus on because that's a huge distraction is being hungry or not having enough energy or being tired. Those things can definitely be big, big distractions from when you're trying to focus. So, you know, maybe part of your, your priming or your prepping is a snack or a meal to get you ready and give you the energy you need to focus on that thing that you're going to do. So, you know, again, it comes back to habits and setting yourself up the best you can to be able to focus and actually be efficient when you're sitting down to work or you know whatever it is you're trying to do make it easy for yourself make make you know stack the odds in your favor by doing all the things that you can do to set yourself up and put yourself in that mood um you know if you go to the gym you put on your workout clothes you go to the gym you listen to your workout music you probably have a a gym or workout water bottle that you bring all of it everything that you're doing is to put you in the mindset of going to the gym to work out just apply that to you know your desk job apply that to reading whatever it is have these things that put you in the mindset put you in the mood to do whatever that thing is and that's going to help increase your focus because your whole body mind and body are thinking about that one thing because you put yourself in that space and you know on top of that too Make sure you get enough sleep because if you go to the gym or if you go sit down to work and you're tired and you, you know, you, you, you didn't get enough sleep the night before or you slept in too long and you're drowsy, you know, it can, it can all affect your focus and, and your ability to focus because it's just another form of distraction. So make sure you get enough sleep, but then also make sure you get good sleep because I can get eight hours of sleep in, in bed or I can get eight hours of sleep sitting in, in a reclining chair. Maybe you sleep in a reclining chair normally, or, you know, I guess that was a, a not the quite example Maybe I was looking airport. for. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can get eight hours of sleep in an, an airport seat or on a, on a plane. I think we would all agree that those two things don't quite match up sleeping in your bed as opposed to sleeping in an airport or in a bad condition. So again, the idea there too, is that make sure you, you are rested, but also make sure you are well rested again, to help yourself focus, set yourself up for the best possible you know, scenario where you can really focus on what's going on and get things done. 
So we did talk a little bit about eliminated, eliminating distractions. What, you know, let's maybe dive into some ideas about that. We talked about separating your, your phone, right? So if you're sitting at your desk, if you need to do whatever it is, put your phone in a different room. And of course, while it's on a different room or while it's in a different room, make sure it's on silent or, or, or vibrate or something where you're not going to hear it and be consistently distracted about it. On top of that, uh, if you have, everybody has some sort of a device you're listening to this on, I'm sure you can add some sort of a focus mode. Apple has focus modes. Uh, Android has something similar to that as well, where you can set up a, a scenario, a scene, as it were, on your devices where in that time you turn that on, you get to define what calls your attention. And if it's important to you, if it's important to that scene, then you allow it to be in there. And then otherwise you don't. For example, for us, I have a a podcast focus mode that I set up. And during that podcast focus mode, I am unreachable to everybody. If I get a phone call right now, my wife tries to call me, nothing happens. I don't get anything, no distractions, no no beeps or buzzes from any of my devices during that time, partially because I want to have a clean recording so that isn't in there, but also because I want to maintain my focus during this time to be focused on whatever the topic is that we are discussing, not beeps and buzzes or, or text messages or whatever else is going on on my phone. So set up your scenario like that. I know some people, have they get like a... a, a like a cookie lock box, a cookie lock box. It's like a clear box. It looks like a cookie jar, but there's a lock on top, a digital lock. And they'll put their phone inside of it. And they can't, I mean, it doesn't matter if their phones are beeping or buzzing or, or doing whatever, they can't do anything with it because it's inside that box. That's maybe an extreme to have a little bit of self-control, just put it in a different room. And, and you know, perhaps you don't have to then put it in jail. But you know, if, if that's something you could do or wanted to do, then by all means, go for it. That's, you know, that's an option. Um, but that is definitely something you can do to have a, a, as an option to put it in a lockbox. Um, I, I would argue at that point, if social media is that big of a problem for you, maybe you just get rid of it entirely. If you can't spend 20 minutes and you have to lock your phone in a box, maybe you have a bigger issue than just focus going on there. But that's beside the point. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, you know, if you're having trouble focusing, perhaps you just remove the social media apps from your primary mode of work. You know, if you work primarily on your on your laptop, you just don't have social media on your laptop. Then you know when you're on your laptop, you have that set aside, that protocol there just for work because you can't access those other things. I'll block those things from you. Then you 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 are forced essentially to do that. You can't do the other things. So just trying to to set that up. Another, you know, distractions they come in all shapes and sizes. You know, you have your phone rings. Really, I, I mean, I would say in this day and age, the majority of our distractions come from our devices. Whether it's your phone, your your watch, your iPad, your whatever it is, whatever device you have, is almost certainly the source of your distraction. Now. If it isn't a device, if it isn't a elect, ele, if it isn't an electronic distraction, it's a person, it's a people, it's a, it's a human distraction. So how do you equate to that? Well, you have some sort of perhaps protocol where if you have the the red sticky note on the on top on your desk, everybody at work knows that you're in a focused type work zone, 
then nobody distracts you. And if you have a green one there, then you then they know they can come to you and ask you questions or do whatever. And so you have, you know, something, and that's a, that's a super easy one. And, and, and uh, you know, people, we don't necessarily work in an office where that's super important, but I know I've heard from people that they, they have a, a sticky note system and perhaps it's a, it's a, office-wide sticky note system. Maybe it's just for you. As long as everybody knows to not mess with you when you have that certain color up, then we're all good. They know, well, he's in focus time. I'm not going to mess with him. And then, you know, oh, now, now it's good. Now, you know, establish some sort of protocol that is significant for you, but also for those people, the other humans that perhaps are distracting that are around you. Yeah. Or, you know, in settings like an office or someplace you might work, I think there might be also a, a office-wide or business-wide understanding of, of some certain tasks that require focus. And so, you know, you know, hey, you know, Mr. Bean's doing this task right now. Okay, well, we need to let him focus on that and we'll, we'll distract him or, 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 you know, try to get his attention afterward. Or you're doing something and you know that, hey, this is a difficult or a stressful or a a really involved task. Don't bother that person during that time and help them focus. And then they'll return the favor to help you focus. And, you know, if you're at home and you're you're unable to, uh, you know, necessarily have that system, you can develop another system. You know, you know, you tell your, your family, Hey, I need to go work on this for X amount of time. You know, please don't bother me during this time so I can focus and get it done. And then we can do whatever it is afterward. Otherwise, you keep distracting me throughout the process. It can take longer and longer and longer and never going to get to do that thing you want to do. Again, that's a little caveat there, but, you know, have some sort of system. And in those cases, too, if you, you know, you have trouble at home focusing because of whatever reason, maybe one of those reasons is because it is too loud. Maybe you don't like the background noise or you don't want too much going on. Well, try to get yourself in an area that's quieter. Try to close the door. Try to you know, get yourself some noise canceling headphones, put those on, get yourself in that focus mode. Again, remove those distractions, but then also communicate with other people and say, Hey, you know, it's not that I don't want to spend time with you, but I need to get this thing done. So please give me an hour. Let me focus, work hard on this thing. And then we can kind of do whatever else can come afterwards. So, you know, communicate that to other people as well. If you need time to focus, that's part of removing the distraction is saying, Hey, here's what I needed to do. I'm asking for your help to help me focus on this thing for again, however long it is. And you know, that kind of leads into another topic too, is I'm sure there's different studies and different things people have heard, but as far as I understand and what I've heard before too, is that you're really only able to focus on one thing fully or effectively for about 90 minutes. That's the max amount of time you can really focus on something before your focus starts to diminish and your work starts to diminish too. So, you know, part of this too is also allowing yourself and giving yourself breaks. You know, maybe you only work on it for 30 minutes and take a five minute break, or you push the whole 90 minutes and then you take a 15 minute break or you go for an hour and take a 10 minute break, whatever it is, allow yourself those break times. That doesn't mean, okay, I worked for 30 minutes. Let me break out my phone, turn the TV on. Let me go, uh, you know, check social media and and make a four course meal. I I don't know if that's necessarily what I mean by break. You know, if you have this project, you got to get done, you work for 30 minutes. Okay. Let me take a five minute break, stand up, walk into another room, make some more coffee, make some tea, have a quick snack, go look out the window, walk outside, get some fresh air just for a little bit of time, five minutes, 10 minutes, 
then get back to work because you don't want to completely lose your focus either by taking too long of a break or overloading yourself with your distractions. So, you know, make sure that you allow yourself time to take breaks if you have a longer project or even in some smaller projects too. Those breaks can be important to help you maintain your focus and let and, and help your focus last longer. Because if you just truck through three hours of work, at a certain point in time, you're going to drop off and then it's going to be a lot more, it's going to be much harder for you to focus and get that work done because you're, you're, you're doing too much at two, uh, at one time. So allow yourself some breaks here and there, but then limit those breaks and also limit the things that you do during those breaks. So you don't entirely get yourself out of that focused or concentrated state. And, and that's a good, good topic of discussion. So 90 minutes seems to be the max uh, you know, amount of time that somebody can focus. Now, most people probably can't do that right off the bat. That's something that we can build up to. So, you know, perhaps you sit down and focus and, and, and you're trying to study and you, you can study for about five minutes before you're just mentally checked out. Okay. Understand, be, be mindful enough, uh, uh, be aware enough that that's what, you know, to, to realize that's what's going on. Do it for as long as you can, five minutes. Okay, great. Then you go take a, a two or five minute break. Then you come back to so get up and walk around and come back to it another five minutes or so. And then go around. Understand that it's not something that is set in stone. Like you, not everybody is, is capable of focusing on one task for 90 minutes, but we can expand. We can grow and, and work on our focus to eclipse that entire 90 minute time span. Right off the bat, it's probably not something that most people can do, but that would be a goal. That would be somewhere you want to end up at, but it's not something that I I don't, I, for me, I'm in the about hour time. I can, I can sit and focus on one thing for one hour and for a length of time, it was one, it was only half an hour and I've slowly pushed that to about an hour. And after an hour, my brain starts to wander and, and, and my focus is lost. And so that when that happens, I realize that. So I get up, I move around and I try to establish protocols and, and, and scheduling throughout my day that allows for that. What do I mean? Well, part of focusing and being able to focus and maintain that focus is make sure that you have that time to focus on whatever that item is. So let's say you have 10 tasks to do for the day. And those 10 tasks require, you know, half an hour of focus for each of them. Okay, well, that's five hours of time that you need dedicated to focus on those things. Five hours, that's a lot in your day. Let's say it gets to be about three o'clock in the afternoon and you have three more tasks to do. Well, okay, well, if that's the case, then your brain is going to be like, oh man, okay, I got to finish this one. I got to do that one. I got to do this. And your brain is going to be wandering. It's not going to be able to maintain the focus on that thing. So you need to pare back your day, establish the, the schedule so that you can actually maintain your focus and get those things done for the day. Don't try to do too many things at one time. Don't put too many things on your list for one day. Understand that you have a, you know, maybe you have top, two or three things you need to get done that day. Great. And then realize that you have time, different days to do those other things. And then it will break up the time so that you don't have to worry, essentially, about getting those other things done because you have the time to do those things. So schedule your day in such a manner that allows for that focus to happen and allows for you to 
dedicate the time for that task and you're not worried about doing the other things because you're running out of time and that will cause you to lose focus on that. Yeah, and you know, you're talking there about making, you know, you have certain tasks and, and allowing yourself time for breaks and prioritizing those tasks and getting them done and letting yourself kind of focus on one thing at a time. We talked about not multitasking, focus on one thing at a time, set up a list of priorities. Hey, this needs to get done first. Okay, I'll take a little break. This needs to, this needs to get done next. Take a little break before you move on from task to task. You know, we've already talked about goals. Having a goal can be helpful for you and staying focused too. If you have a goal by the end of the five hours, I want to have these 10 tasks done. Okay, great. Make a list of those things. Start working on them. Check them off as you go. Take breaks in between. Don't try to do more thing, more than one thing at a time. Help you get that stuff done. And I like how you said too, you know, we all have different capacities for focus. But the nice thing about that too is that we don't have to stay there limited by that capacity. We can do things to help train our brain and train our, our, our body and, and train us as, as people to be able to focus better. You know, you started out at half an hour. Now you can focus for an hour. I don't think it happened overnight. You had to focus on, or you had to work on creating spaces good for it. You had to work on prioritizing and taking breaks and, and training yourself how to focus better, which can be done. And really, you know, not, sorry to cut you off, but that really just comes down to just doing it. You, you can't like, okay, I'm going to do this and that and this, and that's going to net me more. No, just do it more. And the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. And the more you will increase that time for focusing. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, there are not only just getting there and doing it, but there are exercises you can, you know, go online and, and, and search best exercises for improving focus. And there's things that, that will help walk you through that actually genuinely increase your focus, kind of games or tricks or, or exercises that help you to get to a better place. And, you know, speaking of exercise too, staying physically active throughout your life and in your normal life is also a great way to help you maintain your focus. Because when your body is, is, is active, your body is, is, engaging in exercise, you're constantly refreshing your mind and, and, and bringing that new energy in and, and just helping your body, um, you know, get moving and working better too. So if you're having trouble focusing, try to get into an exercising routine. And I think not only is that going to help your focus, but it helps you overall exercise is good for you, but it definitely plays a factor into, you know, into focusing as well, helping you with your memory and your concentration, you know, giving you some extra energy and getting a little boost of energy from being active is definitely helpful when you're trying to focus too. So maybe in some of those times when you find yourself in a slump, maybe that's one of your breaks. One of your breaks is to do some quick exercises or go outside. And like I said, get some fresh air, go for a walk, go for a jog, maybe lift a few weights here and there. Uh, but keeping your body in, 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 in keeping your body active is also going to be helpful as you're trying to focus or helping to improve your focus or work on your focus. And that's just another thing that's going to help us as we continue to, you know, strive to be, be better at focusing and staying focused on the things that we're doing. You know, another thing is really listening to your body. And I know for me, I am more focused at certain times through the day. And seemingly, it's not just me that, that is like that. Most people seem to have certain time periods throughout their day and perhaps even throughout their week where you have more 
energy, more ability, more ability to focus on whatever that thing is. And so perhaps you structure your day in such a way that allows for the, maybe let's say that you are most focused after lunchtime. Okay, so after lunchtime, let's say like it's it's one o'clock. That's when you have your most focus. Okay, so then you schedule meetings and 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 menial uh, tasks for earlier in the day, and you set a time time in the later part of the day after lunch, that one o'clock, two o'clock time, to do the quote unquote best work, to do your focused work, your writing during that time, you're being creative, whatever it is, but establish or maybe not establish, uh, realize that there is probably a time in your day that you're more focused than otherwise. Listen to yourself, find when that time is, and then structure your day so that you can utilize that to the best of your ability. Now, we've talked about time. Like, okay, you can focus for 90 minutes at one bout. Good. Another very common topic of discussion when it comes to to focusing is the Pomodoro technique. With this, you set a timer for 25 minutes and you do whatever the task is for 25 minutes. You're focused on that. Then after that 25 minutes, you hit five minutes to get up and walk around or to to eat something or to do whatever else to, to separate from that focus time. Then you go back for another 25 minutes. And you, the, the general rule is you do about four of those sessions, four of those 25-minute works with with five minutes off in between. Yeah, I know that expands past the, the, the 90 minutes, you know, but you have the five-minute break in between there, so that helps a lot. But that's that's the, the Pomodoro technique. That's a, a, a relatively well-known tool that people do. They set a timer, 25 minutes, I'm going to focus on this. Okay, great. And then, And the nice thing about that is if you have a timer, you can, okay, all right, I have five more minutes. I'm going to focus on this for Great. What, what else can I get done in that five minutes? All right, great. Okay, boom. Now I'm going to get up and walk around. While you're up and walk around, you, you will notice yourself to whew, breathe, right? And then as that five minutes starts to, to wane down, you're getting close to being back into it. You can shift gears a little bit and start thinking about, okay, this is what I'm going to do now. And then, oh, wow, all, you know, all these things kind of happen because your brain background processing is going to still be kind of working on that stuff, whatever the task is. Then you sit back down, you might have more clarity than otherwise. And if you just try to power through the full 90 minutes all at one time, or you're, you know, you're going you're gonna to drain yourself. So doing 25 minutes, five minutes of, of uh, 25 minutes of work, five minutes of, of up and walk around, up and walk around or a snack or whatever, then you come back. That's the Pomodoro technique. A lot of people, that's, a, that's their tried and true uh, way. I've done, I don't, I don't know that I can say that I've done that to a T or, or that I do that very frequently. Um, but I know that's a lot of times that's what people, that, that's their go-to focus technique. And, you know, we started the episode off talking about this and we generally say it for most cases, but as you mentioned earlier too, with, with trying to get stuff done, the, 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 at the end of the day, you just have to do it. You're going to have to get out there 
and, and apply some of these techniques, find out what works for you, find out what helps you focus, find out what's, what's good for you. Maybe it's the Pomodoro technique. Maybe it's, uh, you know, powering through an hour and a half. Maybe it's doing an hour. Maybe it's, you know, moving to a separate room or putting your noise canceling headphones on, putting your phone away, getting off social media, uh, you know, playing some background noise or, or, or having a big meal and, and working afterward and drinking coffee while you work, you know, there's just several different ways that you can, you can kind of really help to improve your focus. And we talked about a few of them. We talked about some of the things that, that help us when we're trying to focus too, but as with goals and habits and values and, and all the things that we're discussing so far in this podcast, you're going to have to figure it out for yourself. So there's many different uh, uh, tactics to going about uh, uh, helping to improve your focus, many different exercises and ways you can view it. But at the end of the day, it, it comes down to you applying these techniques, finding out what works for you, and and you know also really wanting it. If you don't want to be someone who can focus and get and be more productive and get things done, then why even try? Why why would you why would you be concerned about it if it's not important to you. But if you want to be more productive and get things done, improve your focus and become, you know, more productive, then try to find out ways to 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 help yourself focus better, increase your focus, and then overall use that increased focus to make yourself better through many different ways and different avenues you can take. So, you know, again, you're gonna have to figure it out for yourself. We can we can give you some tips and tricks and and talk about it here on this podcast, but it's not going to mean anything if you don't go find out what works best for you. You know, I'm not going to go to the store and buy a shoe that's three sizes too small and then try to force my foot into it, or vice versa, one that's three sizes too big and then try to flop around in it. I'm going to find out what fits me and what works for me, and then use that because everybody's different. It's going to be you know it's going to be personalized to you. Some things may be similar, some things may be different, but you got to get out there and put some of these things into, into practice. You know, I get, I guess one last note on this, and this was, this is something I learned from reading Cal Newport, uh, deep work. I guess I, I, I should have realized this bef- beforehand, but he laid it out in a clear, concise way that was, was helpful to me. And, and I was kind of doing this without realizing it, but able to structure it better. What am I talking about? Well, have different areas in your in your home in your in your environment that you go to to do specific types of work for me i know that if i'm at my desk i'm going to do writing type work i don't have social media i'm not spending time on that i don't do that on any of my devices but when i'm sitting down at my computer i know i'm going to be typing doing things like that if i am out so we record this podcast in my garage if I'm out here, I'm doing mental type work, thinking and, and, and working on that type of information. If we're sitting down and doing a podcast, or sometimes I sit out here and, and study and read my, my Maps of Meaning book that I'm, I'm reading right now. Um, but I have different areas that I go to to work on different things. And part of that, I talked about kind of like a, a pregame protocol. Part of that for me is going to that zone in my house where I established that this is for that. You don't have to have a gigantic house. Maybe when you sit down on the couch, you turn your TV off. When the TV's off, okay, good, then you know you're reading. Or instead of sitting in your spot on the couch when you watch TV, you're sitting in a different spot. And that's, a, that's where you go to, to, to have creative work time. You sit your, 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 your 
kitchen table to do X or whatever it is. You don't, you, you don't have to have like a, a mansion to do this. You don't have to, oh, well, this room's only for reading and this room is only for thinking. No, you don't, it's not, not necessarily like that. Although some of the great thinkers of our time have built specific areas to dedicate for that type of work. I know, um, in, in, in deep work, he, Cal Newport talks about that where, you know, he would go and, and I think it was, it was uh, Nietzsche would actually built a, like a shed type area and he would go there and I, and I could be off on that a little bit. Uh, maybe it was somebody else, but he, I think it was Nietzsche went and, and he built this area and used that area to, to come up with these different ideas and, and philosophies and when he was there, that's what he worked on. It would be akin to authors having a retreat. They go out to the to the cabin in the woods where there's no internet, no distractions, no nothing, so they can focus on writing their book or whatever it is that they're that they're doing. So establish a environment that works for you to maintain and, and to have that focus time. And like Mr. Kemp was saying, it's all it's all about you. Understand what works for you and what doesn't work for you and try to critique, try to shape and, and mold and, and, and change the environment or the situation to improve your focus. And understand that being able to maintain focus is a skill. And like any skill, it's something that can be worked on and improved on. Right now, if you have five minutes of time that you can actually sit down and focus on something, fine. Establish that as a baseline try some things to move forward and, and, and improve that. And if they work, good. If they don't work, fine. Try something different. Continue working and trying and, and improving that so that you can grow to seven minutes and 10 minutes and so on. 90 minutes is the goal. I'm not at 90 minutes. I can do an hour. An hour for me is like right at the max. Sometimes it's only 45 minutes. I get to 45 minutes and, you know, I'm not necessarily, okay, eyeballing the time each time, but I am like, okay, man, my, I'm, I'm, I'm not able to focus on this right now. How long has it been? Oh, okay, so it's been half an hour. Okay, well, that's what I got for today. Understand that different times of the day will net different amounts of focus for you. Critique your day, schedule your day, and try to, you know, use that to your leverage. Leverage that for your benefit so that you can maintain your focus during the best time that you have the focus to, to, to give out for whatever that topic is. Mr. Ken, do you have anything to, to add for that one today? I think we did a pretty good job on that. No, sir. Yeah. I'm, you know, as always, there's plenty left unsaid, but I think it's a good conversation, good start to uh, focus and increasing your focus. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, take initiative.